to Beer Mail episode number 16 of... Brutal Battle. That is kind of a lot of beer mails. Yeah, we're getting a lot of mail. Almost all of them have been Kyle Norman, obviously, but guess what? This is a non-Kyle Norman beer mail episode. Yeah, Uh, completely. It is three beers from Nathan Kalasnik, who's been on the podcast before and is a family member, and one from Rich Smith, who's also been on the podcast before and is basically like a family member. Um, but we'll, we'll go through it. Uh, three breweries represented here. We're going to go through Nathan's three first and then we'll do the rich one. And, uh, yeah, should be a fun time. So, oh, cat's on the move. All right. See you, Chloe. All right. So the first beer we have, oh, these are all 16 ounce cans. We'll just get that out of the way so we don't have to go into it for each one. The first one is from Westbrook Brewing. And this one was brought back by Erica and Nathan because they were going down to visit Nathan's family who live in South Carolina, which is where Westbrook is. So they always go and stop in and have a great time from what I'm told, which I believe it. Uh, Westbrook has some wonderful beers. So this is their Drinks Well with Otters double IPA, and it is 8.5% alcohol. And there are otters on it. Well, with the otters. So this had, yeah, this is in conjunction with the South Carolina Aquarium. And I think, oh, I should pour you first. And I think that what Nathan had told us is that if you bought like a four pack of this, you got like a free pass. Got, like, yeah, I think aquarium. we're a discount members, discount. Yeah, it was something like, something yeah. towards getting into the aquarium cheaper, yeah. basically. So that was kind of cool. It's easy. Uh, yeah, it looks like your typical hazy IPA bra. Uh, very yellow with a bit of orange tinge to yeah. it. Decent head sticking around there. A lot of head retention. It smells too. good. It smells like it smells creamy. It does. It's got a very robust nose. Is like there you lactose get. in there? I don't think. I mean, it doesn't say that. No, it's just a double IPA. I mean, I'll I'll read the stuff on the back after we've tried it and see if there is anything else added, but. I mean, there may be oats, since it's yeah. an easy IPA, which can make it kind of a bit more smooth. So maybe that's where that's coming from, but it's got a very nice... I get a lot of grapefruit. I get pineapple and mango. Oh, yeah. I definitely get those as well. It's like grapefruit, pineapple, mm-hmm. mango. The most really beautiful good. fruit salad you could think yeah. of, in essence. It smells really good. It smells amazing. That's a hell of a nose. But this is one of the problems. A lot of these hazy IPAs and double IPAs and triple IPAs have amazing noses. And then the flavor falls falls flat flat in comparison. But let's see. This is Westbrook. I I trust them typically. All right. It's pretty good. The flavor is so dialed Dialed down. down. So dialed down. You still get it. Like, I still get the pineapple... Honestly, it's it's just kind for me. It's just kind of disappointing in comparison to the nose. This is this is just one of my main issues with hazy IPAs. Like the flavor is never even close to the the smell, and it's totally one of these things where they're overselling you based off how this smells, and then you're tasting it and you're like, oh, okay. Like, it, but it's not bad. Like it's fine. It's yeah. just that smell is so phenomenal. And then you taste it, and you're like, oh, I mean, I guess it's okay. Yeah, it's not a bad beer. Um, there's decent bitterness to it. It's the style. It, it's just a problem with the style, in my opinion. 
there is like a creaminess to it. There's a lot of yeastiness yes, to the finish. Yes, there is a lot of yeastiness. And that's my problem with these types of beers is it's, it's so yeasty on the finish and it's just not, it's just not palatable for me. I just don't like that flavor. It almost comes off kind of like a little, you know, flowery, like baking flour. And I just don't, I just don't dig on that. Yeah. That said, it's not bad. It's just disappointing. In my opinion. I mean, I'm getting the grapefruit, I'm getting the pineapple, but yeah, there's a lot of yeastiness. Yeah. It's just, I'm just not a fan of these types of beers. But as far as, especially being for being a double hazy IPA, it's not bad at, badly executed. I could see a lot of people loving this beer. I know Nathan and Erica said they really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah. Okay, next one should be good. We've had this before, and we've had it on the podcast, but it's been many years. And at one point, this beer was insanely hard to get a a hold of, and it was highly, highly coveted. Okay, it's called Mexican Cake, but also by Westbrook. It is an imperial stout with cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, cinnamon, and habanero peppers. Nice. Well, actually, real quick before we crack that, do we want to read the back of the oh, sure. Goes Well with Otters, or Drinks Well with Otters? Uh, Drinks Well with Otters is a soft and pillowy double IPA featuring Galaxy, Simcoe, and Eldorado hops. Expect intense aromas of orange zest, ripe pineapple, and peach. I didn't get peach. Yeah, me either. Pro- proceeds from this beer benefit conservation efforts at the South Carolina Aquarium. Cool. Okay. So now, Rebecca already gave you the information on West, on the Westbrook Mexican cake, so let's crack that. I am excited. I'm definitely excited because it's been a long time on this beer, yeah. and I remember it being particularly awesome. Oh, I didn't read the ABV. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Man, that's dark. Like the one time I don't ask you if you read the Isn't ABV. Isn't that dark? It's like black. Yeah, it's very thick. Um, it's 10.5. 10.5. And for that type of beer, that's not that bad. Yeah. It, like, it's not super high. Yeah, this is really it's dark. really thick. And the head is really dark and thick. The head almost looks like chocolate milk. Yes, for sure. But even darker than that. Like, it's, yeah, it's very dark. Yeah, you swirl that up, and you see the color left on the side of the glass. That's crazy. Yeah, it's super, super dark beer. All right, smell-wise. I'm getting the vanilla. I'm Ooh. getting the pepper. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of chocolate. Definitely a lot of chocolate. And it is like a milk chocolate. But actually, it's kind of like a mix of a milk and yeah. dark chocolate. And I think maybe it, that's partially because of the bitterness that's also on the end of the smell. A little ashiness. Sure. Yeah, I can get a little bit of that. A little bit of a roasty, almost slight coffee in the nose as well. The, um... The pepper is just at the end. Yeah, it's And it's, nice. it's just very slight. Yeah. And it smells like there's a tad bit of heat to it, but it mainly just smells like the actual, like, pepper flesh. Like, the actual essence of the pepper flavor. As I sniff it more, I'm getting more and more of that vanilla showing up. Yeah. And it's marrying really well with that chocolate, especially. The taste is very vanilla. Very chocolate, very vanilla. I'm Ooh. not getting a lot of the cinnamon. There's cinnamon in there, right? Is there? I didn't think so. No, you're right. Yeah, there is. Ooh, there's a lot more heat to it than I thought there would be on the hop from the habanero. You think so? 
It's on the back end, and it's mainly just burns, like, in the back of my throat. It's a little tickle. It's more than a little tickle. Oh, so I just perceive it as a little tickle. But it's, it's not unmanageable. Like, it's not a problem for me at all. Hmm. It tastes really good, though. No, on that second sip, I'm getting less vanilla, and, more, and I'm actually getting the cinnamon. The per, so my perception of the vanilla is very strong on yeah. my first sip. The second sip, my perception of the vanilla comes down, and that allowed the the cinnamon to kind of come out from under the vanilla. Yeah, and it's kind of hard, too, because it's hard to differentiate the cinnamon between the pepper. Because yeah. Because it's a little spicy, kind of. That's valid. I can definitely see that. Very tasty. The heat builds a little bit, too. It does. As you continue to sip. So you got to be a little bit careful. For me, personally, someone who doesn't deal all that well with heat, it might be good to have another beer with it. Preferably, like we have here, IPA, because the hops kind of um, help downplay capsaicin. So that's a lot of the time why they say to pair really hoppy beers with spicy dishes, because it helps downplay the capsaicin and and things, which is interesting. Um, But this is really good. Mm -hmm. This is very tasty. I love how much vanilla is in there, because how many beers have you had, especially Imperial Stouts, where they say vanilla is in there, and you always want more? Yeah. So the fact that they hit a really nice level of that, and it's marrying really, really well with the chocolatey notes on there, pretty great. Yeah, all the flavors are really folding in nicely. That beer's firing on all cylinders. You can, and you can taste all the flavors, too. You can taste it all. I just wish, for me personally, that the heat from the habanero was less. But I also realize that I'm a wuss when it comes to that stuff, so it's more just a me problem than anything. Okay, so that takes us to our final Nathan Kalasnik beer, and that is a annual favorite of Nathan's that's put out by the brewery Trogues Independent Brewing, and it's one that Rebecca always is interested in in getting each year as well. Did you want to present this sure. one since you love it so much? It's Nimble Giant, and it's a double IPA, and it is 9%. Yeah. Oh, and they also tell you that it has Azaka, Mosaic, and Simcoe. And Nathan bought a case of this. <laughs> that means he definitely really likes it. So, he gave us two. Nice. That is a, a sacrifice, though, nonetheless. That's a lot of hoppy beer to drink at once. I'm sure he's not drinking the entire case at once. Well, you know what I mean. So clear. So clear. Nowadays, I just love it when I see a clear beer because it's not the norm anymore. So when I see it, it just looks particularly beautiful. I mean, it it used to be that every beer was clear like this, so you just see it and be like, that's a beer. beer. But now you see it and you're like, oh, it's particularly good looking. Oh, that's because it's clear. Yeah, it's yellowish orangish. I'd say it's more on the orange side than yellow, but yeah, I see what you're saying. A decent amount of head sticking around, it's larger bubbles. So syrupy resin. Oh my gosh, so much resin to it. It's like insanely resiny. Yeah, well, very much syrupy. It's got... It's like dried pineapple. Yeah, I could see that for sure. There's like a... There's a lot of pine Yeah, coming through in there too. Like a ton, a ton, a ton of pine. Candied orange. Candied orange. That's a great... Yes. Right on. Like hop candy. 
just like sugary sweetness. Sounds really good. It smells like it's like super serious. You know, super serious. You know what I mean? Just just meaning like the body's going to be huge because yeah. it's going to be kind of syrupy. It's going to have really like impactful in your face flavors. Yeah, interesting smell. And it delivers on the taste. It's it's just like it smells. For how aggressive the pine is in the nose, it's very soft how it comes off on the palate, which is interesting. As far as the flavor goes, there is a lot of pine to it, but with how aggressive it was in the nose, it's just a lot more dialed back than I was expecting on the flavor. And... Like you said, that candied orange yeah, is, definitely. like, right on. Like, it's pine candied orange, mainly, yeah. for me. And that resininess we were mm-hmm. talking about, for sure. Pretty syrupy, too. Yeah, it has but, a nice mouthfeel. Um, for 9%, I think it's actually a little less syrupy than I thought it would be. So that's good as well. But, good beer. Mm. Is there any sort of flavor text? I looked at the flavor text on the Westbrook, the Mexican cake, and there wasn't anything interesting, so... Oh, I'll read this one, though. Without sway, there can be no balance. Our double IPA gracefully boasts grapefruit rind, pineapple, and honeysuckle notes with a hint of earthy forest floor. Behold the wonder. Hmm. Okay. Behold it. This kind of takes me back to, like, the old school days of, of IPAs a little bit. It is kind of more in that West Coast... IPA vein, because there is a decent bitterness there, too, which is not common for hoppy beers anymore. Yeah. Okay, so thank you very much to Nathan Kalasnik, also Erica Kalasnik, because these are part of her beer stash as well. Yeah, so, so thanks to, to lose, both of them. Yeah, to lose these, I feel the pain for you. So we, <laughs> But we appreciate yes, it. Yes, we appreciate it greatly. So... Let's then move on to the final beer, which is the one from Rich Smith. So thank you very much, Rich. Now, we've had a decent amount of brewery fire recently. This is a kind of our new, our new, uh, newly discovered brewery that we've really enjoyed. So Rich had given us this brewery fire beer last year. So we've had it for a bit uh, before we even knew much about brewery fire. I mean, I just heard the name at that point. We hadn't had a single brewery fire beer. So it's kind of ironic that now we're finally getting around to trying the first brewery fire beer we've ever had in our possession. So here we go. This is their That Log Had a Child, and it is a Irish stout, I believe. Yes, dry Irish stout, and it's 4.7% alcohol. Hmm. Let's get in. Once again, their cans are very full. My thumb went in. Mm. I dip, just dip my thumb in unintentionally. Jesus, it was like a violent pour. Sorry. Just kind of a weird thing to say. And it's dark. It is. It's not as dark as that, uh, doesn't look as dark and viscous as that, that Mexican, Mexican cake, cake, that's for sure, but. Not much head. Yeah. Yeah, not much head. A little bit to it. Kind of more like medium, large bubbles hanging out. Definitely really ashy. You can smell it's drying. Yeah. Dark chocolate. Yeah, a good amount of dark chocolate, actually. Little, little bit of soy sauce on the nose. Little soy sauce. That one's for Kelly Norman. 
That's for Kelly Norman. That's for Kelly Norman. She, I know she loves it when we say the soy sauce bit. But yeah, there is a slight bit of soy sauce to it. But yeah, it's mainly like the dark chocolate. There's a slight sweetness in the nose, but it's not like a sugary sweetness. It's more just that kind of natural malt sweetness coming through. It smells good. It smells light, easy. Okay. I'm ready to go in. Ooh. Nice. I'm not huge on Irish stouts, but this is actually pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. The ABV is real low, but you don't... It still feels like it's real flavorful. Yeah. And... That ashiness you were talking about is showing up, and it's throughout the this, this flavor, but it's not aggressive or anything. It's kind of more of an accent. Uh, definitely get that kind of dark chocolate just playing around in there, but it's like... It's like a light dark chocolate because the body is so is so light. Um, yeah, and there's that malty sweetness I was talking about in the nose. Yeah, it's good. Hmm. Easy but flavorful. Slight soy sauce, too. That is coming through coming in through. the flavor. Slightly. Yeah, it's, it's... I think it's less in the flavor than the nose, but it's still... Now there. you're making me want sushi. Mm. I drink this beer with some sushi. <laughs> This this can be a good sushi beer. Jesse Johnson, Dan Flynn, uh, Dave Johnson. Is there, no wait, Dave Palmer. Sorry, Dave Palmer. Um, if you guys hear this, your uh, that log had a child with sushi. With sushi, I we think it'll be good. All right, so ranking. You gotta try any of them again. Yes. I, I think, I mean, I definitely know my one and probably my two. I will say, okay, I went back and tasted the drinks well with otters, and this is growing on me. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's not bad. You None need, of these are bad beers. You need another little, the drinks well with otters. I'm good. I know, my, I know my ranking. Okay. All right, why don't you go ahead first? Okay. Then I'll do mine. My number four is going to be... The Drinks Well with Otters. Drinks Well with Otters. Okay. I'll put it over there. My number three is That Log Had a Child. Okay. My number two is The Mexican Cake. Oh. And my number one is The Nimble Giant. Wow. Okay. All right. So mine is kind of close. My number four is The Drinks Well with Otters, which is the double IPA. My number three is the That Log Had a Child. That's the dry Irish stout. My number two is the Nimble Giant, which is the double IPA, or Imperial IPA. And my number one is the Mexican Cake, which is the malt beverage with cocoa nibs, vanilla bean, cinnamon, and habanero peppers. That's my order. We're close. Yeah. Very close. I mean, the Nimble Giant is great. I mean, all these beers are good. Yeah, they're all good. That Nimble Giant, I feel like the the... Mexican cake and the Nimble Giant are pretty close, but I'm going to definitely give the edge to the Mexican cake because it's decadent and just the way that chocolate and vanilla plays yeah. together is just so nice right now. I just wish that heat was a little less or I could handle heat better. Yeah. Uh, that's probably more my, yeah, my wish. Yeah, it's not that hot. It's <laughs> no, not that yeah, spicy. I'm just a weenie when it comes to that. I can't help it. It's my ge- It's my genetics. Honestly, when I was growing up, we didn't have any even close to spicy food at my house. Like, my parents never in the spicy stuff. Like, we would never even have a modicum of anything spicy. 
is ridiculous. So that's why my palate is the yeah. way it is. You're not used to it. I've tried. I've tried the best I can to get around it, but yeah. Anyway, this has been fun. Thank you again, Nathan Kalasnik. Sorry this is a shorter episode, but these end up going, you know, whatever, shorter. Uh, thanks, Nathan Kalasnik, Erica Kalasnik, and Rich Smith. Uh, big shout out to all of you. Uh, let's plug our stuff real quick. If you want to say anything to us, you just want to say hi, you have ideas for show ideas, all that stuff, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Instagram at Brutal Battle Podcast. And there's at least like two posts on Instagram yeah. a week, probably. Yeah. Rebecca's doing a good job with it. If you want to hear back episodes all the way back to number one, which is like getting close to nine years ago now. It's like eight and a half years ago at this point. Um, you can go to BrutalBattle.com or you can go to Archive.org and search Brutal Battle because that's where all the hosting is for those files. Do us a favor, rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you use. iTunes helps us the most, so if you could do that, that would be great. Uh, also, word of mouth, if you could tell people, hey, I like this. And then if you want to be our friends, do it through Untapped. Uh, you are... Rebecca C. And I am Carlin Cook, or Carlin C. Check us out. We're checking into the same things, but, you know, just be our friend. Yeah, once in a while we <laughs> check into something different. Yeah, every now and then. That's true. Not everything... Yeah, we drink separately sometimes. It's actually normally Rebecca going out to have a meal with someone somewhere, and then she comes home and she's like, oh, I had this by this brewery. And I'm like, oh, okay. But do you check into those? Yeah, I went out this week and checked okay. into my beer. Okay, good. All right, so there is some variety. Anyway, thanks everyone for checking this out, and until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-